Hello, welcome to the Creative Journey Podcast, episode 24. I'm Tim Sigelski, and if you listened to the last episode, I was kind of uh, stressed out a little bit, just to say uh, uh, to um, to say the least. Uh, with my advising week appointments, I have roughly 36 appointments, give or take, with undergrads to go over their schedule and help them with uh, registering for classes and planning their futures. And... Uh, I, I don't have a permanent office for this, so I kind of get thrown wherever I can, um, I can uh, wherever there's room in, uh, in Johnston Hall. Uh, and normally I just kind of take a random office on the third floor. And this semester I am in literally a supply closet. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was on the first floor, and when I asked, I'm like, hey, where can I, where can I go this semester without... Uh, having to move because someone else needs the office or um, or, or it just I, I need a different key or whatever is going on and um, the guy who sets this up said well you can go in here I, I can guarantee that no one else will be in here and he opened up a supply closet with broken chairs old lamps uh, coat hangers um, just old electronics speakers from I think the 90s uh, it's just a mess in there. There's an, there's an old there's an old sign in there that says "Pardon our dust," and I, I don't know what construction era that's from. But um, oh, and and the chair is the best part. It looks like a chair from 2001: A Space Odyssey uh, or something like that. This orange vinyl chair. It's amazing. Um, and I'm like, well, whatever. If I don't have to move and this is convenient and it's really, um, you know, I I I could just use this the whole time sure why not let's go for it and and really what i've noticed is that students don't seem to care if if they um if they if they notice that they don't really say anything they're not worried about the decor they just are worried about their schedule so it's not really about the setting it's not about that um it's just about a place that they can go where they can get some help so the thing that i the biggest thing that this has done for me so far is its proximity to the record keeper's office. So I am two doors down from the person who's in charge of all of the records, and I constantly have questions for her. Does this count for this? Does this count for that? Um, can this fulfill a requirement? You know, even though I'm advisor, this is my third year, I am still learning a lot of this stuff, and it keeps changing, and there is sometimes uh, something screwy with someone's schedule where I need to get a second opinion or an expert's eye. So I'm always emailing um, Sue, is the name of the, direct, the record keeping, uh, head of the record keeping um, for our college. And she gets back to me very in a timely manner, but it's always a pain. And I have to, you know, just sort through um, the responses and, and refer to the student. And it's not the most efficient use of anyone's time. So this semester, when I'm doing advising right next door, if someone has a question and I can't answer it, I will say, let's go talk to Sue. And we both get up and we walk over there. And we talk to her, and it gets resolved in a matter of seconds. And sometimes she has to say, okay, well, this is actually what you need to do. This is an unusual case. Um, so you take these three steps or email this person, and the and it's it's all done right there uh, on the spot. And it's kind of amazing to see uh, how efficient you can be when you're just face-to-face, not through computers, emails, and sorting through all the other hoops they have to jump through. And the other thing um, is I'm even closer to the forms you have to fill out because, of course, there's forms you have to fill out for declaring minors, uh, changing majors, what have you. And I can just grab those at will, give them to students, and it makes everyone's life so much easier just to be physically closer to something. Uh, So 
that doesn't have a whole lot to do with creativity, except that it does. Uh, and the idea behind that is something called the proximity effect. Uh, also a great uh, album title by Not A Surf, a great album by Not A Surf. Um, and I, I first learned about this uh, in my um, intro to communication class when I got to college. And our professor was talking about the proximity effect and how you have greater... Uh, greater liking for those near you and greater affinity for people near you and that you know we 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 think about all these things that go into like relationships and like do you do you mesh with people do you click with them uh you know um you know what do you look for in a friend or a partner or whatever um and it's really actually right under our nose the main factor is just are you nearby someone (laughs) are you close to them um and we just overlook that fact a lot just how powerful and important that can be and he mentioned my professor that in at his wedding the like three of the four people who stood up in his wedding or a lot you know or who were in his wedding party uh were people who were just right next door to him freshman year uh in his dorm room and they just built bonds because that was a you know formidable time and they were they were right there they were the closest people uh so how this applies to creativity is um, your physical surroundings, your proximity plays a huge role in who you become, who you are, and who influences you and what you're able to do. Uh, there's um, uh, there, there's a, even a scientific principle behind this called the proximity effect, um, which is a physics principle. And I'm not even going to attempt to try to explain the intricacies of it. But what I know of it, and I wrote about this uh, in a section of my book, um, so I'd have to go back and refer to it. I actually did look up information for that. But off the top of my head, um, it generally means that particles, one particle has an influence on the on another when it gets close to them. Something having to do with magnetic fields uh, and I think reversing magnetic fields depending on the particle. But the bottom line is things that are close to you at a very molecular level will have an impact on you. So of course, things that are closer to you physically as a person will have an impact on you. So... If you don't like your surroundings, if they're not helping you be as creative as you can be, uh, helping you learn new things, helping you get the support you need, you may have to uh, you may have to change your your surroundings uh, either temporarily, maybe move to another city, um, or, or you know just move to a different office, or just sit somewhere else, uh, sit somewhere else maybe for lunch, um, and see how that different physical proximity uh, impacts you. And to do this, you may have to make some sacrifices and give some things up. For me, I gave up a decently nice office, at least I thought it was, <laughs> comparatively, uh, on the third floor of, the, um, of our building to go back to the first floor and literally be in a supply closet. But that supply closet has been 100 times better uh, in terms of efficiency and helpfulness and people that I have access to. So, all that rambling, I'm going to wrap up and say... Pay attention to your proximity right now. What is near you? How is it influencing you? What is its impact? And do you need to change your surroundings to have proximity to something that is more creative, more influential, more helpful, um, either in the short term or long term, how that might change your creativity? So thanks for listening, uh, and maybe go list, go and listen to that Not A Surf album or check them out on Spotify, The Proximity Effect. I'm going to do that right now. Thanks for listening, and have a great night.